It is Friday night, February 19th, 7 o'clock. It's time for the sports phone. Seven o'clock. It's time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry in his Portland house. Jim in the studio down in Philo. Jim, it's good to be back. We had to take last week off. It's good to be back for another edition of the Sports Phone. Yeah, I apologize for the quick uh, having to cancel last week, but life uh-huh. just got in the way, and we're ready to roll again. And uh, I forgot. Are you at the uh, Portland Sports Bar when you do when you do no. this? No, I do it in my room. A little bit more cozy. Uh, I think the I think it personally sounds a little bit better. Just kind of the the spot I'm in. I think it blocks out the noise or kind of dampens the echo a little bit. Just a smaller space. So when we're uh, both just, when we're both in Portland, space. that's where we go from the uh, the sports bar yeah. studio. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But All yeah, right. it's uh, it's good to be back. Uh, the ice has melted and thawed. I'm no longer <laughs> slipping and sliding when I'm outside. That was a bizarre couple of days uh, up here it's always interesting to see when that happens in a place like oregon where they're not really prepared for it like you know they 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 don't have a lot of tools to be ready for the kind of crazy ice and snow that we had uh earlier this week uh into the previous week when it was pretty crazy i was was there for it and uh you know i'm i'm from buffalo new york and then i went then i moved to to uh northern new york state up in the adirondacks for part of my life, and then to Vermont for part of my life, and I was amazed what eight inches of snow and and a little bit of freeze, freezing um, did to the that whole uh, Portland area. It it shut yeah. it shut it down. Yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy because it again it just it's so infrequent that you get something like that in the Portland area. So when it happens, it uh, it can cause all sorts of problems. But welcome everybody to the sports phone. Uh, if you are new to the show. Let me give you a quick rundown of what's going to be going on for the next hour. Very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I just like to talk sports. We like to take an hour out of our day at the end of the week. It works out really nice. Get a little dinner in our in our systems and just chat about sports for an hour. Uh, it's, there's, there's no rules. We're just here to talk about sports. And we want you, the listeners, to drive the conversation. We want to hear what you want to talk about that is going on in the world of sports, uh, whether it can be professional, rec league, controversies, news stories, topics, whatever's out there, as long as it's in the world of sports, we want to hear about it. We want to talk about it. So we're going to go ahead and get the lines open. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Again, anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, we don't care. We just want to hear about it and we'll lend our opinions 
if you so desire. 707-895-2448. That is the number to call. So give us a ring and let's start, start talking sports. Jim, if we didn't have anything to get rolling here, I think we should talk about what happened uh, on Friday, February 19th at some time in history. Friday, February 19th of this year? Well, no, that's today. What happened today in sports? Oh, this day in sports. Yeah, sorry. I, I misled it maybe when I said Friday, February 19th, because not every February 19th is a Friday. But, yeah, let's talk about today. What happened on uh, February 19th at some point in the in the history of the sports world? Well, I'm ready to go with mine, so let me go first. Yeah, go for it. 1980, February 19th, 1980. Talk about a special day for me, Jim Young. 1980 Lake Placid Olympics. Eric Hyden wins five gold medals. Actually, he won the um, thousand meters that day, February 19th. But over the course of the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York, hmm. he won five gold medals. And Jer, I'm going to give you a wild guess of why this one's special for me. I'm going to guess you either went to college or high school with him. No, I was there. Oh, you were there. Okay, that's fair. I thought I, I, I think I overthought that one and was looking for a little bit more of a connection. I was there. It was unbelievable. We, we were out of college. I graduated from college in 1976. Mm -hmm. um, this is, I was just freeloading. This before, and if anyone knows my history, I eventually went and played pro basketball in Europe. But in the meantime, there were some years in between. And we just, I was living in Vermont, working in restaurants, just, you know, doing what you do when you're 22 and out of college, been out of, you know, formal education. And we all went to the Olympics. And I mean, there was 15 of us sleeping on the floor, you know, of, of someone's one room apartment in Lake Placid. I had friends that worked in Lake Placid. And of course, if the Olympics were going on I mean, people were renting their rooms for thousands of dollars and we all crammed in and we all got, you know, jobs sweeping the streets or you know doing something and we stayed there for two weeks it, it, it was wild every night with the fireworks you know what the most famous thing of the 1980 olympics were jer yeah that's the miracle on ice because it's in lake placid so i had friends that sold their tickets because they didn't want to go and everyone had tickets i i went to I, I saw at least three of eric eric um Haydn's uh, speed skating things. That was bizarre to see live. Mm -hmm. But uh, the streets that night were just, there's nothing like, like oh, it. Oh, for sure. The, the Miracle yeah. on Ice, the United States beat Russia in, I believe it was the semifinals. Yeah, semifinals. Yeah. yeah. And then they beat, I think, Finland the That's next all day, I got. two days later or something like that. 707-895-2448 is the number to call if you want to get on the sports phone. Phone lines are open. I just thought of something. I'd love to hear someone call and tell us their experience about going to the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a good one. What do you got? Uh, well, I have more Olympic stuff, and, and this one was interesting to me because of how vague it was, and it, it made me interested in trying to find out more. So in 1998, and this is from the website that we use to look these look these things up, in 1998, the, 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 the summary is U.S. hockey team destroys their rooms in the Olympic Village in Japan. And I was really curious what that meant, because if you say destroy your room, that could like I'm, there's a lot of different scenarios that play out in my head. So what happened was, uh, U.S. hockey players trashed their rooms in Olympic Village uh, in Japan in the in the in the Olympics that year in 1998. 
Uh, chairs were broken. I'm just reading straight out of an article from the AP. Chairs were broken. Two apartments were damaged by fire extinguishers, and one extinguisher was thrown from the fifth floor into a courtyard uh, down four floors at around 4 a.m. on a Thursday. Uh, property damage was estimated at around $1,000. So so was it after a win or after a loss? What's the I, I, I haven't read any further than that. Uh, oh. So the let's see the incident occurred about twelve hours after the team uh, was eliminated by the Czech Republic. So they lost. They got a little upset about it, and they decided to destroy their rooms. I, I know hockey players that destroyed destroyed their dorm rooms in college when they lost games. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, destroying hotel rooms. I, I thought that was that was a big thing in rock and roll. You know, the, 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 yes, yeah. The, yeah, you don't you don't think about that during the Olympics. Yeah, huh. yeah. But I thought that was a funny one uh, again, just because it was a little vague, and I wanted to, to dive into it a little bit more. Uh, but if you've got anything you want to talk about that happened today, or you have any sports topics you want to bring up, give us a call seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a ring, and we'll start talking about sports. A little twist on this day in sports, but I always like to hear it. You hope you're ready. What about today in sports? What happened today in sports, Jer? What's your big one? So this is always a, a, an interesting thing to look up just because. Uh, Hang on, caller. Go ahead. I actually didn't have anything um, of specific. I, I would say go ahead and, and, and bring bring on the caller. I, I didn't I didn't have a chance to find anything that I thought really stood out today. You're on the air with the sports phone. Hello, caller here. Hello, caller. Uh, yeah, speaking of the Olympics, I wanted to know a little bit more about the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, there's going to be no, spectac- uh, no spectators. Uh, what the update is, it's, uh, it seems uh, a little bit uncertain. And also a little bit of retrospect, maybe digressing a little bit to the velocity and speed of sports. Uh, the I believe the Winter Olympics has a cross-country ski event with uh, something added on to that event that that uh, breaks all velocity and speed records in any kind of sport. Uh, um, I mean, I know what it is, but a little bit of quiz out there to the listeners. I'm get. Can I guess what you're talking about? Uh, whatever you want to do, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. And thanks for the great program. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I I don't know what the sport's called. But I know there's a cross-country ski event that includes cross-country skiing and target shooting. Go with, I, I'm, t- with, I'm taking your word for this one. I, I, I don't know the answer to this. It's guns. It's shooting, it's shooting guns. And I, I don't know what the history of the sport is or what it's, or what it's called. And, and uh, you, you got any information for this gentleman, Jer, on, on the so, – so we are going to have a Tokyo Summer Olympics in 2021. Yes. yes, it's going to run from Friday, July 23rd to Sunday, August 8th. So that sounds pretty traditional for, like, just amount of time. Sure, it's two um, weeks. But I, I, in terms of details on, on what's going on beyond that, I, I don't know a lot. I sounds like there's, there's going to be an Olympics, um, but – I don't have anything specific about how it's going to look, uh, other than they're doing it. Uh, Regardless, of there's going to be about ten, yeah, ten thousand athletes, roughly, is is the estimate. Uh, and yeah, beyond that, I, there's not a lot here. Like, I'm, I'm trying to find like articles or kind of any information on here, but it just sounds like there there's not going to be a lot of crowds, if any, 
Um, but the, yeah, it's happening. It's here's, happening in July. Here, July here's my response August. to the crowd situation. We we talked a lot about, you know, LeBron made his point about how what it'd be like playing without crowds. We we talked. We had, we had a whole segment of a show about what what it'd be like to play sports without crowds. And yeah. d- does that take away home court advantage at all? I'm going to say this about the Olympics. I don't think the home crowd means much in the Olympics. This isn't like playing at Cameron Indoor Stadium at Duke. Right. Um, right. It's mostly family and friends, I think, that follow an athlete and root yeah. for one athlete at the Olympics. I, I, I think it's, it's a, I think it's a TV event. And it is interesting to me that they're, and I don't know why this stands out so much. Maybe it's just because it, it, it's the way I think. It's really interesting that they're still calling it the 2020 Summer Olympics. It's 2021. Oh, I know. You mean it would have been last that, year? That's, that's my point. This was supposed to happen last summer. It's already been rescheduled twice or once, maybe. Oh, and they're but calling they're, it the they're 20- still calling it the 2020 Summer Olympics. I am so not Olympic, um, not into the Olympics, that I didn't even know it got canceled the first two times. Yeah, it it's it's just bizarre. I, I mean, it's going to happen. In what form? I don't know. Uh, what events are they going to do? I, I don't know if they're going to try to do all the same events. You know, it's it, there's a lot of. A lot of question marks about it, but uh, we'll got, see. It's happening. I got July an answer. August. I got an answer from our favorite text in. What, what is the official uh, social media? When we have someone that texts questions and answers to us, what are they called? A t- a, uh, w- I would just. I think you've got the right answer. Yeah, they're, they're, you, our favorite right. texting um, um, sports phoner. That event's called the biathlon. It's Oh, it's sure. cross-country skiing and then stopping, calming down enough to be able to fire your gun at targets. <laughs> that was from Z, our favorite calling. That's, that's that's one of those events where it's like, I, that explains what it is. It doesn't explain how the two kind of got mashed together into a single event. I'll is, bet you if you look up cross-country ski biathloning or whatever it's called, um, I'll, I'll bet you there's a history of... With with something with um, hunting w- involved with it. Sure. Okay. Something like that. that. Se- 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. We've got about 45 minutes left on the show here, about a quarter of the way in. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. 707-895-2448. Okay. So if we're waiting for another call, um, I had an idea today. And I, I brought it up with Jim because I wasn't quite sure if it would work. Uh, because we're already partway through February, and I I, I thought about w- we've always done a kind of recap or our top stories from the previous year seg- episode of the Sports Phone, kind of like early January. But I thought, well, why don't we do a prediction show at some point? Uh, but it, but it sounds like we have some calls coming in, so I'll get back to this uh, yeah. if we have a chance. The idea is we did our favorite memories, so now we want to do our favorite predictions. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hi, uh, I didn't actually look this up, but it's always been my impression that the biathlon thing was a uh, uh, originated from a military exercise of uh, oh. ski troops. Um, you know, the um, the NRA was formed in the United States to encourage general marksmanship. After I think it was after World War One, and the, the officers were uh, unimpressed with the quality of uh, a lot of the troops, and so they figured out this civilian organization to kind of get people practicing 
And I strongly suspect that that biathlon thing had to do with uh, especially European uh, ski-mounted uh, troops and, uh, yep. you know, preparing for a uh, for battle, actually. That's fantastic. So I, I, did, I did a little bit of research, because uh, I, I, it just took me a second. I found it, and the caller's absolutely right. The first, like, iteration of this event was organized by in 1912 by the Norwegian military. Wow. And they so they did it in Norway. Yeah, they did a version of this. It was a 17-kilometer cross-country ski race, and for every shot that you missed, uh, as in the shooting part, you incurred a two-minute penalty. Huh. So, so, whoa, uh, lost that caller. Maybe he was finished. That that's fascinating. And does, yeah. does it mention that that anything about his his theory? Was that his theory that the NRA got involved? I, I, it doesn't say anything about that here. It just says that the first like iteration of this was in 1912. The first Olympic version of it uh, was in 1924. Oh, hello, so call. You're on the air. You're on the air with sports phone. Somebody's on the air, but no one's talking. Call back, caller. 707-895-2448. Yeah, I answered that call so fast, I, I uh, scared Different him. We're ready for Scared it. him away. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, give us a call back if you want to talk anything about sports. Uh, and while we're waiting, I'll I'll get back into my my little idea here. And Jim mentioned it, so yeah, we do a recap, our favorite memories of the previous year. Even though it's the middle of February, I thought it might be kind of fun to do a 2021 sports phone predictions show. So. The way we're going to do this, and callers, we welcome you to get involved, or you can call, change the subject, whatever you want to do. Um, if you have any predictions about the 2021 year of sports, give us a call. I'm going to write these down, and <laughs> and the first January episode of the Sports Phone in 2022, we're going to recap them and see if these things actually happen. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, is that me? Yep. All right, man, you're getting good with that uh, putting people on hold. I hardly got a ring before you got me on hold there. Well, that was kind of surprising. My theory, Dan, uh, my theory, Dan, is that I have less chance of someone giving up on us if they know I've answered the phone already. <laughs> That's my yeah, so I've got an Olympic story. 1960, my grandfather took uh, a bunch of grandkids. I wasn't born yet, but uh, a bunch of grandkids to the 1960 Squaw Valley um, Winter Olympics, <clears throat> and uh, you know Squaw Valley was nothing at that time. Nobody went there, and they spent like eight million dollars to build the infrastructure for the uh, Olympics up there. And this was the first year that the uh, Russians were accused of doping, and also, um, oh, you know, like giving uh, plum jobs to their athletes so they could be professional amateurs, is what they called them at the time. Yep. And uh, the U.S. men's team came out on top in ice hockey and beat the uh, Czechoslovakians uh, with six goals in the third period of the final to beat the uh, Czechoslovakians 9-4. to four. And one of my cousins or somebody grabbed a puck off of the ice, and I have a, uh, a puck from the 1960 Squaw Valley Olympics. Squaw? So. Wow. <laughs> I've got nothing from the 80. I, I didn't bring out back anything but a hangover, I think, from the 80 Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll always, always have those memories. Yeah, this puck used to sit around my grandfather's place. 
Huh. He had a pretty big house, and it was like a doorstop at times, and it just kind of moved around, you know, just kind of a big black plastic piece of nothing. And uh, yeah, there was some history around it. So yeah, that's, I've got a I've got a little piece of Olympic history. So all right, well, one, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Either you have this ready or not, and I'm going to move on to another call. Give us one prediction for 2021 in sports. The Cubs are going to win the World Series in a shortened season um, with, uh, you know, yeah. The, it's going to be a half season, and it's going to, you know, they're going to have all sorts of starts and fits and stuff because of COVID keep coming back. But, yeah, the We're Cubs are going to win the World Series. You got that written We're down, Jim? down. The Cubs are going to win the World Series. It's on the list. In a shortened and, series. In a shortened, in a shortened season. Yes, in a shortened season. Oh. And, uh, and the Sonics are going to move back to Seattle. You know, a guy can always dream. The Sonics. Uh, putting it on there as well. Sonics are moving back to Seattle. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. We love All right. it. Good, good show, guys. Talk to you later. Oh, that was great. Give us that call. Whoever's trying to get in, 707-895-2448. Did you hear? And, and just, just to go off of something that Dan did there, yeah. if you have any predictions for 2021, they can be as absurd as you want them to oh, be. yeah. Because it will make looking back at this list in a year that much more fun. Um, so as crazy as you want to get with your sports predictions, if you have them, give us a call 707-895-2448. Again, if if you talk about whatever you want in sports world, but Jim and I are going to be going through some of our 2021 sports predictions and we're going to write these all down and we're going to look at them in a year. So if you uh, have any, give us a call. We'd love to hear them. Hang on, Jer. Did you hear Dan? Did it slide by you? I, I can't remember the exact adjective he used, but it brought back so many good memories for me. He said that they would give the athletes, did he say plum jobs? Like, like I, easy, I, I, they, I they couldn't pay it. them. They couldn't pay them money to play, so they'd give them easy jobs. So, so they would, oh, okay. and then they would pay them. We used to get paid in D3 sports. I, I, you must have some funny things from Linfield. Well, St. Lawrence... My job literally was to bring a desk into the gymnasium, and the job was to guard the gym floor, make sure no one stole the gym floor. I was, I was the, I didn't have to do anything, but, but guard the gym floor. That was my my job, and that's what I got paid to do in college. I, I think, I think some of my friends had versions of that. I, I don't think anything that extreme, but like. There was a guy who was a student worker, and he was just doing the laundry, right? He was just doing the pra- washing the practice jerseys after every practice. I don't know. I, the I visited. There was you, stuff like that. I visited you on a parents' weekend, and your basketball coach had like seven people chasing balls around the soccer soccer. Field. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, that was like field support for the soccer games and stuff. Yeah, there, there was stuff. Yeah, the, the basketball players all had. We we all had like student work jobs that were. It was I, there was an argument to be made if they were actually jobs or not. <laughs> uh, okay, um, Jim, I have a few. I know you have a few. Uh, if if any callers have anything they'd like to throw in, give us a call seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Jim, why don't you go first? Give me a give me a twenty twenty one sports phone prediction that I can add to our list here. All right, uh, Steph Curry on his run. And I, I, I'm not. This is nothing. Something I hope happens. I just have this prediction because I've I made this prediction that Curry could win the MVP, and and you downed it, and Noah made fun of it, and I predict 
Curry on this MVP run, which now he's two months into, which he is very clearly possible on that run, that Curry gets hurt this year. And because of his style and the way he plays, he has a very serious, possibly possibly season-ending injury. That's a, a theory. I've watched him play enough times this year that I don't think his body's going to hold up. There, there's okay, so I, I'm going to put Steph Curry has a season-ending injury. Yeah, this that's year. That's the prediction. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's a little gruesome. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's a little bit depressing, but uh, I'll put it on the list. It's on the list. I have one. What, my first one is also NBA related. Uh, the NBA. So the NBA playoffs, just to kind of set the stage for this a little bit. Um, the NBA playoffs, if I can find where I had this pulled up, are going to run from May 22nd to July 22nd this year. So which is pretty standard. It goes like kind of into the summer. Yeah. Right? So the NBA finals is somewhere in July. So it's February now, so so March, April, May, June, July, five months from now, roughly, yep. right? I My prediction is that the NBA Finals will be played with less than 50% fan capacity. Less so than 50%. This, this is my COVID-related prediction that five months from now, roughly, when the NBA Finals are played, no game will have more than 50% fan capacity. So your prediction is there's still, in July... In the let's say the finals, we have to let's say the That's finals. That's why I, I sp specifically predicted the finals. The yes. finals. You're saying that they're still only allowing fifty percent in by then. At, at at most, and I have a few kind of reasonings for it. The biggest reasoning I actually have for it is the likely teams to come out of the West are all in states that are very restrictive with their COVID rules. Huh. So I feel like they might be the last teams like to start letting people in, specifically like the Clippers and the Lakers. You don't think um, you don't think they'll do a bubble for the finals? I I don't. I almost wrote down that the playoffs would be in a bubble, but I, I didn't. I, I don't think they're going to go that route. So I'm sticking with my prediction that the finals will be played with less than fifty percent fan capacity. It's it's funny that you. Um, I don't think that is that pessimistic. I don't think it's that that unrealistic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm watching the I'm, I'm watching COVID closely. I think no matter how successful, and I'm a true believer, I work in a public clinic, that that the the vaccination rollout will continue along at its pace, and things will be extremely safer by the end of July than they are right now. And um, but I don't think, no matter how successful it is, I don't think it's going to be like turning a switch. We go from right. doing nothing to doing everything. So you may be right. Um, that's a step up from the 20% that they're talking about right, letting in right now. I don't know. Sure. Sure. You want to hear my... Uh, I have one COVID-related prediction for... I might as well go to that right now. Yeah, go for it. 707... 895-2448. Let's hear your predictions for 2021. We did have a comment on W. Dan. said the Cubs stink and they're rebuilding. Unfortunately, they're not going to win it this year. Sorry, Dan. And uh, that was from uh, our favorite texter, Z, as well. Um, I say high school sports return in September. Full force, all sports. Um, I... And uh, the school will be 
as full-time live as allowed, but sports will be 100% all of them in September. Okay, so what I am writing down is high school sports are running at full capacity in September. Exactly. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yep. Um, this is just a rodeo grandma calling in about my, my real cowgirl who's out in uh, Texas country and sleeping in her tra- horse trailer with her two daughters in the pandemic, you know, in the midst of, of uh, the three feet of snow. So I just want some prayers put out for Megan Champion and Olivia and Oceana Champion, my, my granddaughters and my and my daughter. They'll, they'll make it. They're tough. They're Laytonville, Mendocino Mountain you know, horse women. But uh, they've been following the radio circuits, and their truck broke down, or their, their car. So they're out there in the booties, and she said they had to melt water. The fire department came through, bless the fire department, Jeez. in uh, San Antonio, Texas. So I'm just giving a little quick, quick draw McGraw report on Megan and crew. Thank you. We appreciate that. That, that. It, it's sort of cool, Jer, that, that, that um, I just call her the rodeo lady, that she gives us a little updates on where this professional, this, prof, well, professional, where, yeah, she's, yeah, she's a professional, and where she yeah. is, I mean, one time she calls, she's in Arizona, the next time she's in Texas, the next time she's in Laytonville. This is one serious on the road with your animals story here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if you, th- and if you thought Oregon was unprepared for crazy weather... I mean, Texas, that's a whole nother story. What's going on down there right now? Oh, like, that's you want to talk about, un- that's just you want to talk about unprepared for, for winter weather. <laughs> that's a little cold. And it's a little bit of cold and a few flurries. I don't think there's anything serious down there. <laughs> okay. Seven, okay. 707-895-2448. I, I, I think your, your high school sports are running at full capacity in September is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, I I think they will be played in some form. I think full capacity is is a little bit of of a, of a reach. But the beauty of that is we if if there are sports we can, and we go over this list we can debate whatever happened at is it full capacity. So that you've left an opening for a debate here, which I think could be very fun in a year from now. Oh, all these. So that's uh yeah. So there's our two COVID related ones. Uh, give us a call. Let us know what yours are. 707-895-2448. Uh, I think it's your turn. I got Curry gets hurt in high school sports. Yep. He's coming I had back. NBA finals, less than 50% capacity. Well, that's right. What else do you have? So, okay. I have to break this one down a little bit because I, I think it's, I, I didn't, I don't like the wording of it, but here, here's why, here's what I have. A female that is not Becky Hammond. So Becky Hammond, just to be clear, for anyone that's not clear, is the, one of the lead assistants for the San Antonio Spurs. So my prediction is that a female that is not Becky Hammond will become a head coach of a men's sport at the pro or Division One college level. I'm not saying Becky Hammond does not get a coaching job. I'm saying somebody in addition to her or somebody other than her will do it. We'll get a will get a job before well. she does. No, 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 not before. Either we'll get one before. It, it, either I, I'm basically saying, regardless of if Becky Hammond gets a job, somebody else is going to as well. So whether or not Becky Hammond gets a coaching job in the NBA, 
some other female in some other sport at the pro or high division one level will get a job in a in a in a men's sport. Hello, caller. Whether or not Hammond gets one. You're on the air, caller. Yes, I just wanted to say that high school rodeo is still going because my granddaughter is at one. High school rodeo. High school rodeo. Get, give us get where and and then. I, mean, I think that's in Corning right now, but the District Four they're going. Wow. Okay. Wow. I. I that is one sport that is going and has been going. Huh. And do, do you know if it's, is it sponsored by CIF or is it a club sport? It's a club sport. I mean, it's high school rodeo. It's high school age rodeo. Are they competing? in junior high, but yeah. Are they competing under the name of like Mendocino Middle School team? Or? No, 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 no. So, so it's just that it's age. It's just the age. It's, it's just, just that age, age group. Like that, yeah, that cool. age level. No, it's, yeah, for sure. I, I think that, it's funny. That sounds a lot like up here. Uh, well, maybe not in this part of Oregon, but in certain parts of Oregon, there's uh, downhill ski teams that are very, in very similar fashion, where it's a lot of club downhill ski sports. Uh, it's that seems kind of similar, just an idea. I grew up, I grew up in a town caller that where where the rodeo came every year. You know, the ro- it was like the circus came to town, but the rodeo came to town, and it was on the professional circuit. And they took over this little rural town outside of Jamestown, New York, and. Everybody wanted it was like the county fair type of thing, but this was a full on rodeo with trailers and animals, and it, they just took over. The, I was always, I couldn't wait to the rodeo to come to town. Well, that's what it's like. So. They still, I mean, they still have the barrel racing, all the classics. Yes, yeah, goat tying, barrel racing, pole, pole, steer riding, the whole thing. Huh. Thanks for the I'm call. I'm not going because I'm old, but <laughs> besides, I have to stay home and take care of the horses. Thanks for, the, here. thanks for the call. <laughs> so, so Jerry, what do you think about rodeo? I mean, just I'm just thinking before we get back to our list. These phones are ringing crazy here now. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi, this is Ty and Willis, and I've got a trivia question for you guys, and no cheating on the internet. I love it. All right, uh, what U.S. Uh, Olympian has won? The most medals in consecutive Olympic Summer Games. The person that's won the most in consecutive Olympic Games, at least one medal? Yep, at least one medal in consecutive Olympic Games. Summer Games. Okay. Jeez. So we can use the internet, can't we? No, he said I can't. Oh. Well, you can. I just wanted you guys to take a guess first. That's all. I mean, the, <laughs> I was the obvious say. answer that comes to mind immediately is Michael Phelps, but I don't think that's right because I think he's he won a lot, but over like a period of Olympics, I don't think he was in enough Olympics to to qualify for that list. How about Simone Biles? Those are both good guesses, and I would have guessed Mike Phelps as well. That's that's the kind of the trick question. Uh, it's actually Kim Road from California, uh, who uh, did six consecutive medals for double trap shooting and skeet that shooting. That makes sense. And that's something where your body doesn't break down as well. So he did it wait, right. in, in six consecutive Olympic Games? Yeah, and she, Kim, she, Kim she. Road. As a female athlete, six consecutive games. If I remember right, I think she may have medaled in seven, but she skipped a year at some point uh, <laughs> so uh, early on. But, uh, yeah, six six consecutive games. 
uh, she won medals in, which is uh, yeah. pretty neat and pretty impressive. Uh, so we're for, talking for we're talking about over twenty we're talking about over a twenty four year period here, right? Yes, exactly, Jeez. exactly. Yeah, it, and and that's why I didn't like my my Michael Phelps guess because it didn't make sense for more than like a twelve year period. Like it, it didn't it didn't make it so I I just didn't think about and I could have never guessed you know a skeet shooter or an archery person or something like that. But that that absolutely makes sense that that's the type of event it would happen in. Yeah, it's something that didn't take you know you weren't playing against basketball players that are 25 years younger than you let me take another exactly. call that that that's my love call that will be the call of the night next week i think i love it. hello caller you're on the hello, air caller. gentlemen how we doing this is vince hey how's it going vince yeah missed you guys man it's been i feel like it's been uh, uh 24 <laughs> shows or something like that you know? <laughs> we were only we were only off one time I, I assume you've listened enough because you're such a fan. Are you going to jump right in with your predictions? Um, I, I actually am. I'm going to go a different question here for you guys. All right. Um, okay. I, I will I will say this just just for I'll, I'll do one prediction, and this is for Noah Gold. <laughs> Steph Curry will win the MVP in the NBA, um, and so I just want to throw that out there for Noah Gold. Um, but uh, I have a question list. to you guys. What are your opinions on the All-Star game and the NBA and whether it should be played or not? Because it has been a hot topic for players in the last week or two. So, I listen. The, uh, well, while you're thinking, Jerry, I listened to Adam Silver's spiel yesterday. And, uh, I and, did, too. Uh, you heard that, too? And, and I was always yeah. sort of like... For the players, and I listened to Adam Silver. He's very convincing. He's a smart man. He's good. Yeah, and and his point that it doesn't matter if there's crowd there or not. Less than one half of one percent of people watching that are live, and we owe it to those other ninety point ninety five ninety nine point five percent that are watching it all over the world to put it on. That was one of his points. Jer, what do you got? I, excuse me. Uh, I don't buy that. I think he wants the money. Uh, I don't buy that for a second. I'll say that. Um, I, I would say the NBA has not been immune to COVID. They've had their issues. There's been some no. teams that have hit, hit very hard with it. Uh, why do something that's unnecessary when you could just let all your players take a break? I guess that's my opinion of the all-star game. I, I, I don't see why it needs to needs to happen. Just let your guys take, let your players take a, take a break, give them the week off, and, and just move on. I just don't think it's necessary. Well, well, here here's my thing too, Jerry, and that goes right along with you. Is the the players that are going to play in the All Star game are most likely the players that just played in the bubble. I know, and right. and they right. just they're just a very very short off season are now back into the regular season playing again. Not able to really go see family and stuff. Like, why not? Why not for once in a commissioner's life be like, you know what? We're going to do what's best for you guys and your family. So give it up. Makes the legal. We don't need the All Star game. It's to begin with. The game is kind of fun to watch in a way. If you like off ball game, it's. To me, like, let it go. Let it go for one year. What, what's it really going to hurt you? I never you've got the well, and best the, ratings the, you've ever had. The thing for me that, that I, I bummed about is if we're going to 
my favorite parts of, of the All-Star Weekend aren't going to happen regardless. The, the, my least favorite part of the All-Star Week game or the All-Star event is the game. I like the dunk contest. I like the three-point shootout. I like the celebrity sure. game. And, and if none of that's happening, so they're just going to play this game. I, I just, I'm with you, Vince. Just give them, make it a week because the, the the season is flexible as it is, right? Like they're they're trying to figure oh. stuff out as they go a little bit. They're oh. still not even sure what the second half of the season schedule is. Give them a week off. Make it a longer All Star break, so to speak, than it normally is, and just let everyone rest for a little while. You guys are playing me as a bad guy here. I I didn't say I agree with Adam Silver. I I I said that's that was one of his points, and I thought it was his best. If you had to pick one of his points, I thought that was his best. Point. Let me let me put it this way for you, Jim, because we joked about this when uh, uh, Roger Goodell said that the NFL players would not jump the line for the vaccine. Oh right, right, and and you're like, oh god, we don't trust Roger Goodell. Are you kidding me? Well. <laughs> Adam Silver is the one out of the four major sports commissioners that you you almost want to believe. Yeah. But in the end, he's still a commissioner of a major sport that's corporate run and money oriented. So you can't really. But even though he comes off as the most convincing when any of them talk, so he did a good job on that spe- on that speech, and they're going to go forward with it. I'm, I I would just be curious if if some players opt out of the all-star game that might be an interesting one jerry do you um, know does either of you know i'm asking jerry because he's he could probably look it up real i don't know do you, does anyone know the contracts if is it in your contract if you get chosen do you have at least have to show up i think I, you do that's a really good question i know there's injury. been times with injuries when people haven't shown up but beyond that oh there's always the yeah. injuries you know that's like yeah you know, there's also the you know, like the Popovich injury. Someone, oh, I hurt my toe last week. I mean, and I need a rest. <laughs> you know, and which I'm not. Uh, when it comes to winning an NBA championship, I, I think what Popovich may have started with the, the the resting of players. I don't remember a, a guy that did that before him. I'm sure it. Yeah, at least you know what I'm saying. Um, and yeah, no. I do, and and I think Popovich did a great job of that because he had aging players like like LeBron is doing the whole thing himself this year. He's not taking breaks at all, and and, and mm-hmm. he's just I think proving a point that you can still play thirty six to forty minutes a game every night at his age and longevity in the league, whether it's smart or not in the long run. Uh, you know, I think Popovich had a, a good idea when he had a veteran team. He didn't have a lot of young guys on that team. So if he was going to win championships, he might want to give those guys a break, whether they wanted it or not. My you know, point, I, I, I think most players would be like, I want to play. My so, point, like, I don't have a toe injury. I'm playing. Go ahead. So, you know, so, so, uh, I, I figured yeah. out, or I didn't figure out, I found uh, the league's collective bargaining agreement rules. Um, unless excused by the commissioner, Adam Silver, Players must participate if they're selected in, to play in the All-Star game. It's that vague? It just says must participate? Wow. It, it says players must participate if selected unless excused by the commissioner. Huh. Yeah, that's not vague. That's not vague. That's, that's not vague at all. Yeah, that's very <laughs> yeah. specific. Huh. Yeah. Well, the, the, the uh, so I, I'm of the camp. Silver should just excuse them all and not play the game. But, you know, we'll see what happens. The thing, yeah. um, you know, about resting athletes that, that in my in my world... Popovich started that um, in the NBA. Um, it gets you to, if the goal is to win championships. There's no indication that the, the, over time 
His theory may help win championships, but the other end of it is, we all know, is Johnny and his young son, Johnny Smith, go to see the Warriors and they pay their $110 to get, you know, in the in the 15th row and um, or $1,010 and Curry doesn't play because they're resting him. That's the argument against it. Right, but that's I think this, that's a little different than the All Star game. No, I know, I know, I I, I, I I was sort of changing the subject. Okay, yeah, which which is, a, which is a good shift because I know that teams have been penalized for let's say the Christmas Day games by who and team like Popovich has rested players in one of those main TV games and he's been you know the team's been penalized for it. Like, by I who? would like for me with how expensive games are for fans to go to. If a team knows that they're going to rest stars, they should give people who paid for a ticket a ticket to another game or something. Like they should take care of that because that, that is kind of a bummer. If you're going to pay that kind of money, like it's not cheap to go to an NBA game. And if I go to Portland to visit Jerry and I want to go to the Rose Garden because I've never been and Damian Lillard sits, I'd be kind of bummed. I'd be a little bit upset. That's why you crack open a drink and you hang out at the bar and you sit in a recliner and you don't have to pay for the tickets. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Oh, goodness. That's, that's good. All right. Well, so that means I can come visit you and go to the Rose Garden? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Once once they open it up, uh, the Moda, it's the Moda Center now, Vince. we got to get the name right. No, oh, <laughs> I I'm I can only call it the Rose Garden, Jerry. I'm sorry. That's just uh, no. It, it's a fun. It's a fun. It's a really really fun arena. Trivia um, question. They, they do a really good yeah. job there. Trivia Definitely. question. Hey, hey, what do you guys think about the games recently, though? I mean, Lillard going off. Him and Zion had a great game. Zion and Luca had a great game recently. Like what? <laughs> what's going on right now? There's some good 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 energy in the NBA. The NBA is good. It's it's um um. What do you guys think about the replay, Jim, on the NBA? The replay, the the replay um, review. Have you have you have you seen like they they get like one challenge each or something like challenge that for a foul? Now they can now they can actually challenge not just was your foot in the line, but they actually can can challenge, challenge was a that a foul or not? Yeah, yeah. I, I was oh. going to say not not to block Jim from bringing up replay review again. I was going to say the biggest <laughs> observation I've made in the last couple of weeks with the NBA and just television is they've got to get some of these bad teams off of TV. Like, <laughs> oh. stop, stop oh. pretending the Pelicans are interesting and, and stop showing them on national television. They're not a good I, basketball I, team. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. Now stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because that team <laughs> is... That is on the verge of breaking the turning the corner. I, I feel bad they had to play Portland when they did because they were actually turning the corner and they had won four or five games and and were playing close games and then of course they have to lose to Damian Lillard because he's Damian Lillard right now. The 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 Pelicans are actually on the the, the upswing. They need to sh- stop showing the Hawks and the Magic yes. and yes. the Cavaliers. And and pretty much anybody from the East Coast besides the Nets and I mean maybe the Celtics and Bucks even they though they look terrible. You gotta like, give you gotta give you know Silver's crew the a Pelicans little bit. The Pelicans are in this list. It's you, the Mavericks, the Pelicans, the Rockets, and a, and as these other East Coast teams. No, no, get them no, off Rocket, TV. Rockets are bad. Rockets are bad. Mavericks I, and Pelicans are fun. I, I actually. No, I, it's not fun to watch bad basketball 
teams. No, I agree with I agree with Vince. Though, Jerry, how can how can bad basketball be Luke and Doncic getting a triple double? Now I agree the Mavericks in a whole are not that great, but you got to love watching Luca, and you cannot tell me watching Zion Williamson is not exciting basketball. It's, it, they just need to make a couple of tweaks. Those teams need to make a couple of trades and get rid of some uh, bad weight, and and they'll be quality teams. I mean, honestly, I think the Pelicans trading Holiday for Bledsoe is what made that team a mediocre team. The Inside the NBA asked, uh, Ernie asked Shaq, Charles, and, and Kenny this question. You guys have to just give me a number as fast as you can. On a scale of 1 to 10, what are the chances of that game the other night, the Lakers versus the Nets, will be the NBA Finals? One through ten. Seven and a half. Vince? I'll go I'll go five. All of them were eight to ten. All all three of those those professionals sure. were eight to ten. The, sure. the, those are the two teams. And um then Charles brought up a, an interesting this is, you you asked about the NBA. I'm just throwing my interesting stuff out there. Um those teams are fun to watch, by the way. And um yeah. Charles boiled it down to one of those two teams wins whether they're both in the finals or not all depends on injuries simple as that exactly yep. exactly i was just going to say you look at anthony davis is up four weeks right now yep that could turn into the rest of the year very quickly yep. that changes the lakers abilities to win the western conference Tenfold. That's what right? they. That's what they said. But I, I, that's yeah. why Charles said that's not too simple of a question. He goes, he's putting a, he was putting a, a, a you know, a condition on it. Is it if yeah. I'll go with an eight if they all have all their players, all their superstars? It, exactly. And, and Jerry, really quick to go back to the Pelicans, just so you know, there, there, there are four teams ahead of them right now in the playoff standings that have a plus minus. Of points for and points against that are all in the negative. The Pelicans are like the 11 seed, and they are a, a plus one. They're a, they're a very solid team that is just not gelling and and winning games because they're they're just young. Nice they're try, not man. A bad they're five team to watch. Five do not throw them, do not throw them in, in that bad team to watch category. Nice try, Vince. <laughs> five and five in their last ten have lost two in a row and are five and ten on the road. What's they, their overall record? They're twelve and seventeen. Here's my point in a nutshell, and, and then we can move on from this. But I want to get I want to bring my point here. Come on now. Go ahead, Jerry. Portland, Portland you had your chance, Vince. You had your chance, Vince. Go ahead, Jerry. Portland Trailblazers and the Utah Jazz who are the number one and number four teams in the West, respectively. This was yep. as of middle of December. Had less than half the, the the national television games than the Pelicans did, combined. Okay, so you have to look at, and I'm not <laughs> that, agreeing with that. Obvi- I, I'm not agreeing with that television-wise, because you obviously know that you know, the, it's just like in baseball. The Yankees and Red Sox are, no matter what their record is, are going to get more televised games than anybody. Chicago Cubs, same thing. Zion Williamson is going to get televised games. Uh, I, I want to see Charlotte. I want to see Lamelo Ball and Gordon Hayward and the Charlotte Hornets play. Sure. I want to see 
you know, a bunch of the Toronto Raptors playing in Tampa are actually a pretty decent team making a bit of a run in the Eastern Conference right now. It's it's a bummer how they line these things up. I totally agree. I see what you're saying. The term of bad teams, because honestly, all these teams are pretty like I would like to see Zach Levine more. Like, that guy's pretty darn good. You know, so yeah. I, I agree. I agree. They, they, they do show the, the same teams over and over again, and I do get kind of frustrated with that as well. Um, but I just don't like calling them bad teams because they're professional basketball players, and they're pretty good, and it's still fun to watch. For the most uh, all right. I, That's enough. I, 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 That's enough. I'll, I'll reword it then for Vince. The Pelicans <laughs> are a less good team than the other good teams that are on that don't get as much TV time. Let's um, uh, let's move on from pro, let's let's move on from oh, pro basketball. I, I think pro basketballs has got a oh, certain percentage that, of our listeners and and um, well, well, here's here's a hopeful prediction for me. Okay. Uh, this, okay. La- this last year, this last year saw L.A. win two titles and Tampa win two titles. Oh, that's right. Right. So, I'm I'm hoping for a prediction that that same thing will play out this year. And that Tampa and L.A. will dominate the sports world again. So I can have a little home nostalgia and a little new home uh, bravado for the fact that my I'm, two states are, are dominating sports right now. So that's take, my prediction is that great, that, that trend will continue. Great call, Vince. Jerry, write it down. I'm taking another call. I got it. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, Thanks Vince. Hello, you're on the air with a sports phone. Hey guys, it's Kagaya from Willits. I am double dipping, but only because I did not get to give you my prediction. Go. Yeah, go. By the way, you guys bring it up. I'm going to say it every time. The sports phone does not have rules about dipping. You can quadruple dip for all we care. Ah, well, excellent then. I don't feel so bad. So, go ahead. My prediction is a little bit farther down the road. I'm taking out my crystal ball here. (laughs) I'm seeing. 2022, Ukiah has a Whirly Ball League. <laughs> 2020, 2023, we go and stomp on those city slickers in Seattle and take the championship. Wow. <laughs> I got it. All right, so Ukiah has a Whirly Ball League in 2022, win 2023 championship. I got it. Yep, yep. That's, I love that, it. that's my call right there, gentlemen. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, I can't wait to get another call. That might have just, that might have just topped the call of the week. <laughs> Thanks for the so, call. I love it. <laughs> so, Jim, I, I have one more that I'd like to get on our list. I've got two more I want to get out, but yeah, but I'm still let's, let's fire these. I'm still these sticking with our rules, though, Jeff. The phone rings. I'm taking it. Sure. Okay. So. <laughs> My, the next one I have, I will admit, I, I saw this one on a list somewhere, and I just thought it was too interesting. Um, so I wrote it down, uh, and I'm going to put it as – so it's not mine. I'm stealing it from, from somebody else. I didn't get a name or anything. Go ahead. Uh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick wins some form of political office. Wow. I thought you were going to say he makes some sort of pro football team. So it was funny. When I saw the name, I thought that was what it was going to say, but then it, it was – Colin Kaepernick wins some form of political. Do you know office. where he lives? I do not know. Jesus, good question. You ready for mine? You write yeah. that one down because I don't I've got think, it. I've got all of them written down. Okay, this is a three-parter. A three-parter. A three-parter. Okay, <laughs> okay go for it. These are famous people. 
Roger Federer wins one more major and retires after it. That happens if if he comes if he comes back from the, these surgeries he's having. He wins okay. in 2021 and then retires. Okay. Serena Williams never wins another major ever. She's just not good enough. And Federer, all he has to do is have a good day. I think he's good enough in the short okay. spurts. And I okay. think Serena's not good enough, even if she has a good week. Okay. Tiger wins a major and doesn't retire. Hello, caller. You're on the air. I like it. I like it. Those are my three. And just why don't you review those for the records? Because you're the one writing them down. <laughs> okay. So so my the title of this prediction is Aging Stars. Yep. And caller, uh, caller, you're next. Go ahead, Jer. Roger Federer wins one major yep. and then retires. Serena Williams does not win a major in 2020, 2021. Right. And Tiger Woods also wins a major, but doesn't retire. Doesn't retire. Serena, he, she might retire. Hello, caller, you're on the air. We've got, you've got one minute. Here's my prediction. My oh. prediction, the CV Star Center reopens <laughs> sometime next year. And the Sea Dragon swim team uh-huh. starts up in full force by... Love December 1st. Love it. Jerry, I want those details down. CV Star Center opens in 2021, and by December 1st, the Sea Dragons is in full force. I've got it written down. Call, you still there? That is... We've got a couple all-star calls right there. Yep, that's a good one. The, that, uh, I like it. Jim, If you, you said you had one more. Let's get it out with a minute, and then, then we'll wrap it up here. My last one's boring. Uh, the, the the Lakers play the Nets in the, in the NBA Finals. Okay, that's fine. We can write that one down. Yeah. Okay, so we got a good list here. I think this will be fun to, to go back and look at in a year. Um, you know, some of it's crazy. Some of it makes sense. Uh, we'll take a look. I think it'll be fun if, if I can not lose this list, most importantly, of anything else. If I can hold on to it for a year. Caller, caller you have 30 seconds and we have to sign off. This is for you, Jim. Yeah. LeBron James wins the MVP. Uh, you got that down, Jer? I got it. Scratch, scratch, scratch my Steph Curry one. That was a joke for Noah. Jim, that's for you. LeBron wins okay. it. He's the best <laughs> player in the NBA history, in my opinion. I love the so. last calls. See you, Vince. We got to sign off. Jer, wrap it up. Good times, as always. We'll talk to everybody next week. Uh, it'll be February 26th on the sports phone. Until then, let's wrap it up. Jer, do you know anything else about February 26th? Is it your birthday? It's my birthday. Yes, I got it right. (laughs) I'll see you later, Jer. This has been a production of KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah, 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.